0: Okay, welcome to another episode of the Rookie Contract. Today's guest, we have the one and only Kelly Johnson here today. Kelly, just give us a little intro and uh, we'll get started.
1: Thanks, Kate. I'm excited to be on the Rookie Contract this fine morning and for this episode whenever you're tuning in. Uh, my name is Kelly Johnson. I'm a merchandise manager at Adidas, a uh, nonprofit founder of the Kelly Johnson Foundation. And hosted my own podcast, The Daily Grimes, so I'll keep the intro nice and short.
0: Look at her. She is a woman of so many different things at the moment. Like, okay. So just to start off, how did you create your foundation, your nonprofit, Kelly Johnson mm-hmm. Foundation? How did that all happen? Because I was intrigued when I first, like, you know, heard of you and all this other stuff.
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Kate. So yes, let's uh let's rewind. Let's throw it back to to twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. I love to, it. Yeah, that's when it was established as a non-stock corporation, five hundred one c three. But prior to that, actually, my good old college days, my undergrad days at the University of Wisconsin Madison, go Badgers. Uh, I had a really great first freshman year. Um, I came in with a few one time scholarships, and that really motivated me to really pursue my higher education and just make the most of it at my time on campus and whatnot. Uh, and I was in a couple different entrepreneurship, uh, business classes at that time. And I was thinking to myself, you know what, like I want to give back to my community, um, where I came from. So I worked with our lawn entrepreneurship clinic on campus and, um, yeah, I just filled out the, the paperwork, you know, dot, the I's, crossed the T's, uh, filled it all out, you know, board of directors, the, um, You know what the the policy and the documents were and um, yeah hit the ground running with it Uh, to date or since inception we've awarded 17 scholarships to high school students so we have a Johnson Family Scholarship program to award um, scholarships to students Uh, we've just expanded it perfect timing to to across the US now we're Midwest focused but we finally uh, opened up our application process to streamline it online so it's available uh, coast to coast, literally. Um, we've also added our Johnson Family Equipment Program. So we actually collect donations for use and new equipment, and we uh, share that with other high schools in need. Um, so it's really great to see um, our outreach expand and our presence to different communities around the U.S. So
0: hmm.
1: um, yeah, the motivation, it kind of started with that scholarship focus and then kind of branching out to support both sports, extracurricular activities, list could go on and on so oh, wow. yeah I'm glad to, to keep it going and it's been growing each and every year I'm sharing my story here on today's episode hopefully and your listeners tuning in um, if they check out our website they can um, forward on that application if they know uh, high school students are interested in being part of the program or of supporting from the donation uh, perspective so mm-hmm.
0: no that's that's pretty amazing and to start yeah. this whole start this whole organization when you were an undergrad, like that's pretty impressive. Like not a lot of people can say that they started this whole thing and it's still like running to this day and it's helping out high school high school students get their feet running and get get actually into school and that's yeah. that's pretty impressive it's, like out yeah here. it's been
1: a grind. it's been a grind for sure and i'll mention too we were just talking off air uh mm-hmm. how we fundraise in other avenues as well or just have our presence known um it was originally founded in wisconsin where i'm from i'm currently based in portland oregon but uh we host different athletic charity events throughout the year so this month through the month of june um we're hosting the johnson uh summer classic a tennis tournament Tried and true. It's our ninth year hosting this thing. It's it's crazy how the years go by, looking back at it. And then um, I just launched our turkey trot. I guess I could say just launched, quote unquote. But this is going to be our fifth year. Oh my gosh! uh, And our 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 turkey trot. You are uh, building your
0: brand, and and it's amazing. I, I I love seeing it. Hopefully, one of these days, I will be out to one of these events because I swear I see all of all of your events broadcasts on social and I'm like, Kelly is out there. She is making stuff happen. And I I love seeing it. So like, I was just so intrigued and I'm sure other people were as well, just to kind of understand like how that came to fruition. And I'm like, wow, you are out here doing everything that is like, it's hard at first, but it's like, once you get like a solid team around you, I'm sure like, that's how things kind of come moving more. Um, So kind of like going from that area,
1: uh, how did you know you wanted to be in sports? How did you know you wanted to work in sports? That's another great question, Kate. So I'd say growing up, um, when I was younger, I played soccer, other sports. High oh, school then. kind of dipped into tennis and, and running more. Um, that's probably what what has been the the product of the jo- uh, Kelly Johnson Foundation events have been focused kind of around that direction. But yeah, I'd say going back to my undergrad days, I think um, just a you know go getter out there, really driven, trying to you know find different internships or part time jobs. Um I did my undergrad in finance and management, so it was a really good balance of of business so I was trying to go in that finance direction like oh, wealth management side um I think my senior year when I was applying for different roles and full time positions, I think I was just to be honest uh looking at finance well I was just going very very focused on finance 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 <laughs> and then I was like, you know what I still coached- te- or uh teach tennis during that the prior summer and you know involved in the sport hosted a couple of tournaments like let me search. You know, tennis and finance, and I came across this. Uh, it was technically an internship, but um, mm. it's like a con- it was a contract role with Wilson Sporting Goods. Applied, mm. went through the interview process. They gave me an offer. In the midst, too, I was trying to connect with other uh, financial service companies. And I received a, like one or two offers. and I actually declined. I just in oh, my wow. gut, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, that's and a so tough decision I, as well. Yeah, so it's it's it was interesting that time of year and uh, i applied went through received the offer landed my first job Ran at college at wilson Mm -hmm. um never really looked back in the world of sporting goods um worked in their tennis division helped with a couple of other different sport categories as well uh worked with the brand for i think six years Mm -hmm. and and, um over the past uh over the past year so um, was kind of looking to see what else is out there in the world of sports um, and was in touch with one of the recruiters at Adidas, um, got connected with her, mm. um, applied for a role and got in. Um, I work now currently um, on the team sports side so I was uh, I started with NCAA mm-hmm. events so I helped support us on the college football playoff level, mm. uh, March Madness, College World Series, uh, now been transitioned or been promoted to work now focused on mls and american football mm. so lots of big sports leagues i love doing what i do day in and day out every day is different for me so sports i'm an avid fan but also participants <laughs> you can see me on the tennis court or running a marathon or something uh, i really enjoy it. it's a good stress reliever but mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to balance both work and life and enjoy what you enjoy what you do and i'm Reach that to others and mm. on the podcast or even outside this episode just yeah. helping making waves in the sports industry and also too from a female um athlete side or just women in sports in general really promote uh, us getting our presence and making our mark uh, in the world of sport yeah like
0: I would have never known that you you went the the finance route and now like all the, all the impressive things that you have done thus far, like, I'm just like, wow, like, that that is, that's, that's very impressive, um, to kind of just say that you're, you're one person, and having, having that strive to kind of, like, just go out there and do it, like, that's, that's the mentality that I have in myself as well, um, and it's like, it's hard to find that, that mentality in a lot of other people, to kind of just go out there and, Get things done, um, and you're mentioning the work-life balance situation in that you you find solace in in running marathons. Um, not a lot of people do, so <laughs> I I envy that. I'm a runner, but I'm not a, a marathon r- runner. So how did you kind of find, I guess your your home in in a sense with running?
1: Yeah, running. Oh man, big topic. We could we, we could talk for days or run. For I know miles, we literally. we could do this forever. I'm on this, um, I kind of, I think, I, yeah, I think I did cross-country, uh, middle school is one of my first, uh, I guess, moments of being running a race, in a sense, mm-hmm. and then I did two years of track in high school, college, I didn't run in college, but I just did road races for fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, I'd say for fun, I enjoyed it, it was something to look forward to, again, being a very competitive person out there, like, yeah, I just want to kick some ass, you That's know, right. Type of thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I think just be, from college, uh, just realizing like, um, my aunt, she did her first uh, marathon, the Chicago marathon. I was like, wow, if she could do it, like, oh I, my could, gosh. I can, you know? Uh, so I started easy, started working myself up to, I did like 5K, 10Ks. I did like a right. half marathon. I think my first one was, I don't know, mid 2010s. And then, uh, okay. my first full marathon I did was the Milwaukee lakefront marathon. I wanted oh, to cool. do one that was again. And how was, town. how was it
0: being your first marathon?
1: It was interesting, um, I kind of, (laughs) that's all I needed to know. It was memorable. uh, it was, uh, yeah, my training program at the time, I was working at Wilson, I was also coaching full-time at Oakton, which is a DUCO school in in Chicago, so Mm -hmm. I I only, my training program only ran three days a week, to be honest, to, to, to crush this one, um the day of the race, uh, it was interesting. Um, I had to wake up early. I didn't really know what to expect, but just kind of talking to people and understanding what the flow of it is, And knowing that at the end of, I guess you hit a wall around like mile 21, 22 <gasps> or something. I kind of hit the wall. I think I'm not sure. Oh i covered through that it's wall. It's brutal. Um, yeah, it's it kind of a rainy day too. Uh, so I finished. Uh, yeah, I finished. I actually got a, a BQ a Boston qualifier for from my first one ever. I was like that was, that was my goal. I had a bucket list to just check off the marathon, but two, just to like have a decent time. So I was like, "Wow, this is great." And then, so oh I was on a, I was on a high. I was like, "Oh, let me do more." <laughs> uh, so then I signed up for I think two um A couple more right after that, I wanted to improve my time. Mm -hmm. So the Flying Pig in Cincinnati, Ohio, I did, I think, the year after in 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, That one I improved my time even more. And then I was trying to shoot for another one to even go a little bit uh, lower my time, just on the, again, on that competitive mindset. (laughs) Uh, I had I had a really bad one and uh it was the Mississippi Gulf Coast Marathon. That oh one gosh. I had. That one that we could save for another day, another rainy day. <laughs> uh long story short, the Ohio race I did, I SMID for to um compete at Boston, so I finally did the Boston Marathon last October two thousand twenty one. Oh my um, gosh. just with it being delayed from COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh but me getting to marathons, I've come to realization like Boston was a that was a true bucket list item I wanted to do. <laughs> It's like I How was literally... the
0: uh, what was it? Heartbreak Hill is that what it's called? Is that yes. that okay? Yeah. Was that brutal?
1: Yeah. Uh it was it was kind of brutal, but I actually had a, a decently overwhelming amount of support uh, throughout the course. Uh, one of my coworkers, Amazing. she um, she was around that hill point, so. I heard her screaming and shouting like I was just having like a party kind of literally going up that but then I was dying right after that <laughs> stretch. <laughs> and that's that's
0: why you do it. That runner's high right there.
1: It's the runner's high. Uh now I use running as a stress reliever, a good like midday break or in the afternoon or sometime to get out and enjoy being outside, uh, you know, being stuck inside working, you know, grinding out there and through meetings or whatever you're doing the task at hand. Um, if you ask me my next marathon of choice, I, I don't have anything for this year, for 2022, taking a little she said, break. She said, but, take a
0: break, I get it.
1: Take a little break. Uh, 2023, we might have some special stuff around the corner in terms of my non-profit, but we, those, yeah, the Ohio one, I actually was able to connect, uh, my non-profit as a, a charity partner, so I ran, um, mm-hmm. uh, for my non-profit at that marathon, so if I... Maybe a little teaser, but I'm hoping to do that the same for for next year for another marathon, so we will okay. see uh this year I've just been focusing more on shorter distance up my five k and ten k. I just pr in my 10 k uh for my April race I did oh um, so I'm hoping to I saw that and
0: day. I was I was like, yes, that's the motivation I need i'm taking I'm doing a 10 k next month, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know ten ks are just so like a good it's a good number. It's a good number to do. It's a good mileage. I don't feel as overwhelmed.
1: Yes, exactly. It's good. Something can fit in. Yeah. Uh, compared to, I mean, no disgrace to any of those marathon marathons. It's no twenty six point two. Yeah, those ones you, those training plans. You're you're running all day, literally. And um, you have to like looking, change
0: your whole, your whole lifestyle, pretty much. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I've kind of narrowed it down. Right. I'd say even promoting for, for any listeners out there that are runners, um, mm-hmm. just figure out, like, what your plan is, what your lifestyle is, and don't do something just to check off a box. Do something that's kind of meaningful. So I said I did check off that bucket list, but it was was really mean to me just to, like, share my story. And then also I I had a a good – I felt satisfied after it and kind of learned both ways, me being a race director for my turkey trot and just other athletes to kind of open up my (laughs) doors to different things. We can put a little spin on that one. I like that. uh, Yeah, I would just say, like, Kind of do your research, ask questions, uh, you know, find love in the community, and share and support others. So, like, that is virtually so cheering cool. here, Kate. Um, that is so
0: sweet, so wholesome. Words of wisdom to to kind of relish in, um, and kind of going off of that. Um, and it kind of goes into your your podcast, Daily Grind. I'm I'm just like an interested person. Um, how did how did you like? know you wanted to create this podcast and, and give kind of, like, that voice to other people to motivate themselves and, and keep going as well.
1: Sure. Uh, the Daily Grind podcast. So, we won't run back too long ago. <laughs> <in comparison laughs> we to won't Daily run podcast. back too long. Okay. Yeah. Circa 2019. Uh, mm. I'd say beginning of January 2019, I was just kind of uh, talking to some of my coworkers in the office, listening to podcasts on my own Daily Grind uh, while i was working um i think a lot of people know the name joe rogan obviously so listen mm-hmm. ones like his and i was thinking to myself like wow joe can do it like literally anyone can create a podcast so that's why i did so um i kind of wrote down my ideas brainstormed finally it came to fruition in august of that year mm-hmm. uh, with one of our interns at work connor christian um if you listen currently listening the daily grind right now, he's our intro and outro uh, music. He's a very talented musician, uh, but yeah, he was my co host for the first two episodes. We just talked about our own daily grinds and gave hmm. kind of like updates for the first ones, and then I kind of he couldn't hang unfortunately with the the pod. Uh, he could, yeah, he, couldn't, couldn't, keep that, yeah, he couldn't, hang, <laughs> couldn't keep up the pace. Yeah, he couldn't hang. not keep up the pace. Lifestyle like life changes it's too happened. busy. <laughs> yeah too busy i guess i wasn't maybe uh so i just kept rolling with the punches I uh, just talked to people had special guests on our show we are interview format and uh, i hit that i think it's the 16 episode or 17 episode uh hump so like similar to in comparison to heartbreak hill it's literally hmm. if you can get over this hill a number of episodes like you're the green light to to continue on into the the podcasting oh, cool. world or space so Um, Yeah, season one hit that 16, 17 episode mark. I was like, wow, we can keep it going. Closed out season one. Season two came about, just continued up the grind in Mm -hmm. it. And um, fast forward to today, we're in season four uh, with the podcast. Um, Yeah, I sit down with startup founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, sports professionals, athletes, coaches, influencers, talking about their daily grind. Giving best practices for our audience that tunes in each and every week. We have new episodes on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, I've gotten to a point where I've I've hired a team. have a couple of interns as well, uh, supporting alongside on the social media, and graphics, mm-hmm. business strategy, uh, event marketing, things of that, of that nature. We have we have grown. Kate's been on wow. our show a few times. Yes, uh, it was. We've had a
0: great time.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, but yeah, going back to the original question, like starting a podcast, I think it just literally came on my daily grind as oh the name behind it too we were yeah. just like yeah we've just been grinding each and every day it's like well, we call it the daily grind literally we're in the office we're you know trying to make the most of our of our work day our work week and then trying to make a difference out there improve our career and go places and uh yeah that's how it came about it's it's very catchy the, the logo here is uh, Here's truly here came about i'm no uh <laughs> no graphic <laughs> design background but uh It's pretty official. We've actually... Yeah, we've...
0: I would say it looks very legit. I I, I was automatically sold. I was like, yes. I think I I first heard of the the Daily Grind actually through um, Colby Castillo with Sports as a Job, formerly. I think you guys were like on each other's podcast or something Mm -hmm. way, way back in 2020, uh, which I feel like is so long ago, but... Yeah, that's how I first like heard of this this whole thing, and I'm like, uh, "Wow, that's incredible! I love this!" And I'm I'm glad that you were able to kind of like keep the foundation kind of rolling. It doesn't have to be just like people in sports; it's just people doing pretty cool things. And like you, you never really would have known about it had you not had them on. So like, it's pretty impressive to have that outlet.
1: Yeah. When we've I've come to a realization too, like our, our Daily Grind is our official pod of the nonprofit, so it really kinda of mm-hmm. fits underneath the umbrella brand and in what we do and uh when we we're mentioning off air like a voice, like somewhere a platform to share that voice of other stories and it fits really well with our demographics of those younger Daily Grinders out there looking to, you know, seek an internship, a full time job or navigate through their um personal and academic career goals. Mm-hmm. Uh so like they can tune into episodes every week and Inspired, or you know, pull something from various industries. So yeah, we we have a really sports uh, focus, but we are also talking to people outside and like social media or health and fitness, wellness, uh, tech space, etc. So overall, it really fits fits good. We're just going to continue our grind. Uh, Yeah, stay stay tuned for what's best yet to come.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so pumped for all this, and for all like the listeners of this this podcast. Um there's a lot of like young professionals and obviously like they're all wanting to break into this the sports industry. So what has been like the best advice that you were given when you were first starting out? Like what is what is some uh some good tips that you can take with you for other people?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I probably narrow down if I had to narrow down to just one word, I would say networking. Uh, I know we talked about this, too, when you were on my show on on The Daily Grind, but Mm -hmm. I'll just hit hit the home run here in terms of sport. Uh, I would say just uh, when I was first, like a younger college student uh, attending different uh, sports uh, events, sporting events. I played on the Club Tennessee back at Wisconsin. Um, And then also I sat in on a few different business organizations that they brought in special guests that were were affiliated with the – uh, the Milwaukee Brewers or different sports organizations or they brought on people from the Bucks or even to people that worked outside of sport um, that had some kind of a tie into. to they did like a hobby outside of their normal nine to five but they could still uh, contest on uh, talking about sports people or find that connection so I sat in a few different interview sessions uh, talked about what they did from day to day that seemed of interest and then just kind of try to maintain those relationships that, if it was a, a mutual bene, uh, beneficial uh, connection on both sides. Uh, for me, as mm-hmm. what I did individually, if I wasn't able to connect with someone one-on-one or in a group setting, I uh, put myself out there, you know, what, what am I passionate about? What were my interests? So at the time I was very, uh, tennis was my thing. Mm-hmm. So I hosted different tennis tournaments that kind of opened up doors of, one, showcasing my ability to, to mm-hmm. be a leader or you know have an event perspective or marketing background even though I didn't study marketing. And then two, I got involved in or got connected with different nonprofit organizations, like again, me being on that uh, give back component, something mm-hmm. that I valued a lot too. So um volunteered for the US Test Association, still do to this day. Um part of their I'm on their national committee for adult competition, so supporting them on their tournaments and programming. So that kind of opened up doors, uh, connections. I'm still in touch with people day to day. Even last week, I sat down with one of my past coworkers, um, just had, like, dinner and stuff, and we, we talked and mm-hmm. uh, shared stories and things of that nature. So it just mm. goes to show, like, relationships relationships that you make early on can really um, take you places in the future. And now I'm, on that, I'm to the point in my career where I can be that person, that, that mm. connector, that motivator to, you know, get people to that have similar interests and have them, you know, create their own, create their own story, but then Mm -hmm. to be able to support them in their journey on what they want to do. So I think just that network component, um, there's a lot of great resources online or even, uh, I'd say from the university perspective, I think we had like a job or business career office that you could go to. They gave us like different links at the time where you could check out how to apply or how to, you know, how we can uh make that really great first impression when you meet someone you know in a regular work setting in a oh, you know, yeah. happy hour setting just dif- different things I've just continually try to redefine like or just uh improve how I presented myself and re- asking the right questions and you know if i if they ask me something about what what I'm looking to do like understanding what like what my wants were and what my needs were and what mm-hmm. I want to get out of of the questions or out of the event in general, so I would just say, I'd say personally, find out like what you're interested in, and then two, just be able to like uh, be able to communicate that on uh, mm-hmm. um, both ways of the street. So, um, yeah, networking. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, that is absolutely one of the best things that I've I've learned as well. Is like learning the art of networking is so beneficial and actually breaking into honestly, any industry, but I think sports more, um, just because it's so, it's so tight and close-knit that a lot of, like, you have to put yourself out there, and like you were mentioning, um, just, just doing all these different things that you've been a part of, like, with the tennis tournaments and, you know, all these not-for-profit, like, that is, that's, that's a lot of things that like they don't they don't tell you about like going through school and stuff. It it's like you basically have to do do things out of your comfort zone um so that it gives you that that push. Would you say that that's how you kind of like got that uh that motivation to kind of like just just keep going is just you have to go through the the trial and error a little bit. It's like you it might be awkward, but it's like you got to go through it.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I, I would say I've went through those setbacks, had to overcome challenges, not just even on the running side or just being, uh, you know, sports industry injuries, mm-hmm. but I'd say too, even planning events. Well, my first tournament to my tournament I'm hosting this year, day and night difference in terms of logistically and the operations that go behind the scenes on all this stuff. You learn stuff as you go and you make improvements along the way. Uh, so I'd just say that too, if anyone's hosting events or being involved, like, for me, I'd, I'd say another great example, too. So, again, not everyone's, like, hosting events, but mm-hmm. this is a good one just in terms of just to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my turkey trial, I'm an avid runner. For me to improve from my events, I actually attend other ones, like participate in other 5Ks mm. or 10Ks. I'm like, wow, they have a really cool, like, post-race refreshment thing. Why, why can't I do this in mine? So, like, oh. then I pull things learnings like that into my own brainstorming and, like, ideas yeah. while she's like
0: going to other events i like it
1: yeah you could say the same thing too on podcasting so you listen to a couple other podcasts i'm like oh this is cool intro or a little snippet that mm-hmm. they have uh in the episode like how can i curate this and uh tailor it to my own audience and make mm-hmm. my my podcasting episodes and seasons like 110 percent better like things of like that so even you talk on the sports side too like when you're in those uh, events, both in person or virtual, like people ask questions like, wow, that's a good question. Let me write this down and I'm going to, you know, keep in the back pocket for who knows down the road. That's a good like icebreaker or something. So literally like learn stuff on your own daily grind, like like Mm -hmm. be attentive, don't be narrow focused. And always op- open to opportunity you can say uh, you don't have to say yes to everything but have those right. doors open regardless because mm. like when you go play when you go out to eat that restroom that restaurant menu like it's a menu you can look at it you don't have to order like every single item on there it's oh my it's gosh open. Yeah. that is
0: like the best analogy that I have heard relating to opportunities. It's like, yeah, you you want, you want to say yes to everything, but you're like, what is good for you? And I think this is like a, I actually had a conversation with someone the other day and they're like, what do you, what is your perfect day? And that made me think, I'm like, what do you mean by that? And they're like, your perfect day, like, for like job, personal life, whatever, like they they're like what are your priorities and and that's just like something that I never really like took into account so like what is like the priorities for you I guess in your life and like what is your perfect day
1: yeah that's a that's a big question perfect day again I think for me like my mantra has been or since podcasting or maybe in general too Mm -hmm. uh, like everyone everyone's daily grind is different uh so like me on the avid runner side um you can run to the finish line but just like everyone's gonna you know finish at a different time a different place and have a different mindset or a different you know feeling after the fact right Mm -hmm. so i'd say my perfect day is obviously you know working at working in the world of sport i'm crushing adidas i'd love to continue that on obviously but then have that me the stress reliever so being able to fit and run sometime during the day then having the evening or the more i guess i didn't kick stuff Kick off the morning with a really nice, great cup of coffee here. But look at her. And gotta, yeah, gotta been... give love to the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> gotta give love to the, feel the grind, obviously. Uh, but yeah, either the mornings or the after, or the evenings have opportunity to be involved on the podcasting side. So whether talking to like great people like yourself, Kate, on, on my show or being a guest on others, uh, it's really fun to do. Mix in there too, uh, some kind of community event or give back or it really depends on the day of the week for me, just being involved in different organizations or just meeting up with friends or family, um, I'd say for my evenings and then um just yeah, finding time to to again just being inspiration it. out there and stay in touch, building and maintaining those relationships and enjoying enjoying the best of the best.
0: Amazing. And that is like so well said. I I, I really appreciate like just your your energy and, and coming on here today and Kind of discussing more of your journey and like all the all the amazing things that you've kind of been up to thus far um it's been such a such a whirlwind and i i really appreciate it and and kind of like just to close close it all up um the the usually the last thing that i like to ask people is like what is in the future what is like the legacy that you want to leave behind Wow! I know. I know. That's, Makes you think out here.
1: Yeah, I like it. I like the the legacy component. That's such a key word too. I think in, in everyone's story, or will come to a realization depending on on your certain point in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd say like what's what's ahead for Kelly Johnson, the nonprofit, the Daily Grind, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The list could go on, on and on. Um, I guess I forgot to mention earlier. I, I recently graduated with my master's, my MBA from from Kansas. Go Jayhawks! I'm Looking to Heck utilize, yes. that. yeah. Looking to utilize uh, my learnings uh, that I've had from that program to really uh, set myself apart um, from others in the industry. Um, so I'm looking to go places, take myself to the next level in the world of sport. Uh, so stay tuned on that route. In terms of yeah, the, uh, the the nonprofit, we're just hitting home. Like I mentioned, our ninth year on the the tennis tournament, our fifth year with the Turkey Trot. We have other exciting stuff planned ahead. Um, really leveraging our team growing on the uh, the podcasting side, uh, closing up season four within the next year, and then, um, yeah, continuing on the grind. Um, Legacy, just like I mentioned earlier, just looking to share my story, uh, have that platform to help others share theirs, the voice, whether it's on um, different things I do day to day, their future outlook, their long-term goals. So love being that connector, that motivator out there. Um, so yeah, just speaking of motivation, what we what we do on the podcast for the Daily Grind, I always ask, hey, you know, what's the word of the day, or do you have an inspo quote, or saying, or opportunity? So I have one for for you guys. If if I'm, I love okay it. To share. I'm, I'm, I'm here yeah. for it. You ready? You ready? Okay, this one's a good one. You have everything you need to build something far bigger than yourself.
0: Whoa,
1: that's good. So, so yeah, in terms of your toolkit or resources don't sell yourself short, um, understand your, your worth, your strengths, areas of opportunity. Of course, everyone has a weakness or two or how many doesn't matter. Uh, but being able to, you know, take what you have, know what your, what your current state is and where your outlook is ahead is so key. So key.
0: Oh my gosh. That beautifully said, thank you again, Kelly, for being on the pod and, just running through everything out here that you've been involved with. I I truly appreciate it.
1: Definitely. Yeah, thanks Kate for having me on the show. Um, should I share my my socials and stuff, where to find, where to go? Yeah,
0: no. I'll uh, I'll uh, put them uh down below and uh if you guys want to get in touch with Kelly, she is always available and she she's pretty easy to to get in touch with. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you again to everyone that took time out of their day to listen to this episode. Thank you. If you would like to be a guest on the Ricky contract, there is a link down below to fill out a Google form. And once that is filled out, arrangements will be made and we'll get you on the podcast. As always, if you haven't already, follow the rookie contract on whatever platform you listen to this, whether it's Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you name it. You know, so you don't miss an episode. Thanks again, and we hope to share some more rookie stories.